We visit a Florida vineyard. Wild Florida is expecting babies and our plans for 4th of July. From Tampa, Florida, this is Sunshine State of Mind. and welcome to Sunshine State of Mind, the podcast where we talk about everything fun under the Florida sun, whether that's the theme parks and local attractions, beaches and hidden gems, events, reviews, reports, and rankings to help you get the most of your time in Florida, whether you're on vacation or a permanent tourist like us. Our website is sunshinestatepodcast.com, our Twitter handle is at Florida Podcast, and you can email us at contact at sunshinestatepodcast.com. I'm Andy. And I'm Shannon. Welcome to Sunshine State of Mind. Hi, everybody. Hey. Can you believe 4th of July is already here? No. I can't I can't believe we're halfway through the summer already. I know. It's going so fast. The kids are like so bummed about that part. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bummed about that part. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not bummed about it. It's just because I like summer, even though it's hot and it's wet. And uh, and we still work. <laughs> apologies in advance if you suddenly hear like rain out on our on the coming over the microphone because it's been it's been raining raining off raining off and on as we record this. As soon as we started recording or we're about to start recording, we heard like that just rain hitting the window. The outside. downpour. We're getting those summer thunderstorms right about now. So yeah, if you hear that outside, that's what that is. Usually, so, usually I know you might hear our dog make some kind of snuffle or a <laughs> random meow in the background. That's it, that's been known to happen. It adds um it adds flavor to the, <laughs> the podcast. It adds authenticity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I just gotten back in town. Yeah, you were in New York's New York City. <laughs> um, was that get, a salsa you, commercial? Yeah, that's from. Uh, Boy, I, I old El Paso salsa. Yeah, uh, maybe right. I don't I don't remember the exact one. So I think that's right. It was an old commercial where the guy said this salsa was made in New York City. New York City. Yeah. Get the rope. <laughs> Get a rope. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, the kids and I and my mom went um, to take the kids to New York for the first time. And it was quite the eye-opening experience for them. Um, but I just had to bring it. I wanted to bring it up here for a moment just to say, for the record, Tampa Bay has the best airport. We really do. I mean, the comparison between not only um, cleanliness, because everything is so new and like bright and shiny, it feels like. Maybe it's just the air side that we go to. But It's, it's always been nice, and it looks like they just renovated it again, because when I was in yeah, that main it terminal... Seems like as soon as it... Like, as soon as, like... It may start to lose that brand new shine. They renovated and right. it's brand new again. I haven't been over there in a little while, and I was there to pick you up uh, this week. And yeah, as soon as I got off the elevator, it seemed like there was new Bright stuff. And, and then I hear like music being played that was like live music. Yeah. And so I walk around I'm like that doesn't sound like just being uh, music piped being in. piped in. Yeah. That sounds like a live band. So I go around the corner. And there was a guy, not like busking, like he was actually set up officially. You could tell like he was being paid to be yeah, there. Yeah, he's on yeah. a stage just playing live music in, in, in the middle of the airport. And yeah. it sounded really good. It, it, it did. It, it did. wasn't super loud to the point that it was annoying or just 
dominated the place and you couldn't talk just kind of in the background and the yeah. guy as soon as I got there he was playing Even Flow by Pearl Jam and then he went right into Margaritaville by Jimmy okay. Buffett That's perfect. and I'm thinking does this guy have like this like playlist where every, like a Florida playlist yeah every six well Pearl Jam isn't a Florida song no that's uh, but, true but like every sixth song is, is Margaritaville or some Jimmy Buffett song for like the tourists that are getting off the plane yeah. and that's like what they expect to hear yeah yeah yeah. or so, you know Pina Colada or something yeah, like that something, some... something like that I thought it was a nice little touch that wasn't there last time I was at the airport no. it was live music and it that's may pretty have neat. been because we it was a Friday night so maybe it was just like a popular it's like I'm assuming Fridays are probably busier travel days yeah so maybe like on busier travel times they have somebody playing music I don't know I think they do that I think I've never actually been to the airport in New Orleans but I've I could see that happening I in New Orleans. I think they play, they've got yeah. live bands playing in the, in the airport there because it's what they expect. It's yeah. like when you get Music. off the plane it's, in Vegas, yeah. you hear that ding-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling of the yeah, slot machines. Yeah, you expect it's, slot it's machines, It's like right. that welcome to wherever yeah. you are, a little, little yeah. welcome kiss. Well, so not only is it clean, but it's just so super easy to get around. And I feel like the signs are really... I, I mean, so after... a four days or whatever it was in New York, you know, following, we, we rode the subway a lot. And, um, by the end of the four days, I felt like we almost had the hang of it, Yeah, <laughs> you know, but, um, but the signs and like directional signs and like where to exit and where you're going to come out when you exit the subway, all of that is so incredibly confusing. And, um, and then, you know, to go, like, even when you go to, like, the airport that we went to, I don't know if I want to talk bad about the airport that we went to, but, so I won't tell you which one we were at, but there, since there's three in New York, but... You're not going to hurt the airport's feelings. <laughs> well, okay, it was LaGuardia. <laughs> okay, are there people that are, like, really diehard fans of a certain airport? How dare you slam LaGuardia? That is the best airport. It was so dingy. I'm turning this podcast off. It was off. dingy and dirty, and, like, I felt like I needed to wash my hands. I felt like I was on the subway, you know? That's the impression I got from Boston, the uh, Logan airport in Boston it was kind of a dingy airport yeah it must be just some and then when I got to, to Tampa now I'm not saying you don't need to wash your hands when you walk around the airport of Tampa because you need to wash your hands anytime you're in a public area but but like I didn't feel like ew you know like I didn't feel like it was dingy and dirty and like and it's just so easy to get around you know exactly where you're going and not I don't travel you know I don't fly that often maybe once or twice a year you know if on a good year, right. you know, so it's not like I'm, you know, oh, I'm really familiar with the Tampa airport. No, I mean, yeah, I've been there before, but it's not like it's it's something that is I'm, you know, very accustomed to. So but the signs are easy to follow. You know where you're going. All the trams are like super close to where you need to be. So you don't have to walk really far anywhere. Well, the nice design uh, point is that the parking garage is kind of like above the terminal. Yeah. So you park, take the elevator right down and you're right where you need to be. Like I, right. I was like from my car to the gate where you were coming off of mm-hmm. in like 90 seconds. It's yeah. so quick. Yeah, it is really, really quick. And the the airside that we were on, we were on Southwest and they just, like you said, just redid it. And they have this whole aquarium there now and like fishy fish like theme and so there's an aquarium on the seaside on the airside and the seaside and then there's like a you know kids play area and stuff like that but 
But my our son was like so because he's really into fish. So he was like infatuated. He's like, can we just look at the aquarium for a little while? I'm That's like, well, we cool. kind of we got to kind of catch our plane, kid. So, um, I, yeah, I remember I remember the airport in Miami being pretty nice. We don't really fly out of the other airports in Florida too often because why would we? We just go to our local one, right? The Orlando airport. I haven't been to since I was a kid, but uh, I think that one's pretty highly rated. The one in Miami, I remember. Your parents fly out of or- Orlando a lot. Yeah, um, they never really complained. Yeah. The yeah. main problem with Florida airports in general in the summer is like flying in here. There's been multiple times and you just got bit yeah, by this. Yeah, it just happened to us while we were, yeah, when we came in. They won't let the people work outside. As like, well they shouldn't. Right on the runways <laughs> and stuff if there's lightning in the area. Yeah. So the plane could land and have to just sit there and wait for the lightning to pass. And yeah. in the summertime here, as you may you well know. never know how long that could take. Lightning all the time. We sat on the runway for a little while, although it wasn't because of the lightning. They said it was because they couldn't find a parking space. Like somebody had our parking spot um, or our gate terminal you know and which was kind of odd because it's like isn't that kind of stuff kind of assigned you know but um maybe their plane was broke down they could there was a it was a super delayed so they were like somebody's in our spot we got to wait for them to find another spot for us so we waited for that but then when we got you know off the plane and got down to baggage there was you know a sign down there that said all baggage may be delayed due to lightning in the area it wasn't that it didn't take that long but but who knows how long it could have taken if the lightning was bad. You yeah, know? I've been I've been uh, sitting on the tarmac there after landing, just waiting. And the pilot will come on and say, hey, guys, there's a lot of lightning in the area. We can't, you know, remove the luggage. The guys who are working outside, they can't work outside when there's lightning, like, directly over the airport. Yeah. So we're going to sit here and wait for a while. And uh, I guess there's some kind of an alarm system that when lightning is detected, it sets off an alarm and then all the guys have to go inside and they have to wait like a few minutes like at least 10 minutes before and then if another lightning strike happens it resets the clock and I think the airport in Tampa was one of the first if not the first to like implement that system because Tampa's sort of considered the lightning capital of the country. I was Did I just say capital that. again? <laughs> I was so, waiting for a capital of the world reference. I, I heard that Orlando is the car rental capital of the world. Oh, jeez. Yeah. That'd make a good t-shirt, right? Yeah, right? <laughs> Orlando, car rental capital, capital of, of the world, world. which is why all the drivers Where over there. Where did you hear that? Was it like in Orlando um, at a car rental place? No, I listen. <laughs> where, where did I hear that? I think it was on another podcast. I forget oh, what it was. It's funny. all I pretty much listen to these days. Yeah. Is like podcasts, podcasts and the co- yeah. like other podcasts. Um, not ours. Not ours. I, I don't listen to our own. I know. I don't know how... I why you know which is I, why it probably takes so long if there's something wrong with a podcast. Why would I listen to this for one? Us to figure it out. <laughs> right. Why would I listen to this one? I live this one. <laughs> right. Um. Anyway. So. So yeah. So we just got back in town and um and then the kids went straight back to grandma's house. So again, we're kidless, and um. So we went to a vineyard today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when the kids are gone, we shall drink. That's right. Um. <laughs> We'll no, just, not really. We didn't even... I, you had a beer. I but. had a beer. Well, it's a, it's a vineyard slash brewery. Yeah. The rare Florida vineyard. I don't know how many there are. There's not many. I feel like there's actually a few. Well, I should, we should have looked that up bef- beforehand, but um, I think there is actually a few vineyards in the Florida area, which seems odd because it doesn't seem like a vineyard I don't know how, spot. how good the climate is here for grapes, but we saw grapes growing today. We sure did. Yeah. Um, before we get to that, we're going to talk a little bit about our travels out to... Um, Key and Peel. What's the name of the brewery again? <laughs> Key and Peel. Peel, Curly and Peel. Keel and Curly? Keel and Curly. It's Keel and Curly Brewery. I 
keep saying P, uh, Key, Key and Peele, which yeah. are the comic duo. Right. I keep saying that. I can't get myself not to do it. Um, so we went out there. We checked out the, the vineyard and brewery, and there was a um, watermelon festival happening. So we took that in a little bit. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about 4th of July coming up. We have some 4th of July plans and some stuff coming up at Clearwater we Beach do. we want to talk about. And we have some recommendations for you. Yes. Uh, we did a 4th of July show last year where we kind of ran through everything. We did. And it we was did, very detailed. It was. It was. Some. Of, it was probably <laughs> one of our earlier shows. And if you go back and listen to it, it might be a little... Um, I don't know, raw, maybe not as no, polished. No, I think, I think we sounded okay. It's fine. So we'll link to that. It's an old show, but like firework shows and 4th of July right. festivals don't really change from year to year. So except one, there was the uh, city of Tampa. Sounds like they improved theirs or added a lot yeah, of new it stuff. Sounds like a, yeah. Yeah. We, the city of Tampa has a new mayor. So um, she came out with like, you know, we, we, you know, have awesome celebrations for all these other events throughout the year. Why not 4th of July too? She didn't run on the platform of I'm going to make the biggest fireworks show in the <laughs> yeah. state. I don't think that that was her platform. And uh, we'll get into all of that. But before we do that, I wanted to mention some pretty cool news um, that was reported this week from Wild Florida. Yep. A place that we really like. Um, kind we of do. a middle of the nowhere. They actually sort of promote themselves as in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Come, they come do. visit us in and the middle of nowhere. And they absolutely are in the middle of they nowhere. They are right in the middle of the state, about 25 minutes south of all that Disney, Universal, Orlando stuff. Um, Wild Florida is a wildlife park where you can see animals you can interact with animals you can do animal encounters we took our daughter to do a sloth encounter yeah and there's airboat rides and that kind of stuff it's actually pretty cheap too what was it is it 10 bucks to get in there it was 10 i remember that and it was free for our daughter to get in because we had paid for her to have the sloth encounter so it was like her admission had been included with that sloth encounter yeah i think if you do one of the encounters or do one of the airboat rides then they waive the admission price so yeah yep i just looked it up right here it's 10 bucks for adults eight for kids and if you're 13 and up you're considered an adult there so it's pretty cheap i mean it's one of the cheaper Things to do it is. in Central Florida. And we really like a lot. There's like educational animal shows. Yeah. This is the place where we had the, the Florida Panther experience. Where we saw the Florida Panther. Yeah. And like, it was like stalking like that stalking little girl. Stalking a girl yeah. from behind a cage. She was okay. Yeah, she was fine. <laughs> but uh, Wild Florida has a couple of albino alligators. I love their names. Snowflake and Blizzard. Yes. And albino alligators like we discussed on our... Are they really rare? Yeah, they're really, really rare. We had like an alligator. We had a whole episode about alligators. We did, we did. And they're super rare. And there are there's even only... if you've seen an albino alligator, it's it's most likely you probably haven't actually seen an albino alligator. You've seen a leucistic alligator, yep. and a leucistic alligator means that it's not a hundred percent albino like it's got like either like not the pink eyes or it's got like some small coloring on it might him. have like a dirty looking even, snout or some yeah even if it's it. like a, a dot somewhere then that means it's a leucistic yep. not an albino they have two albinos there which are super rare there's not even very many of them in captivity Didn't you say that there was like only like five i thought so so yeah i thought i read i thought i'd I, maybe i got fed some bad info or maybe oh, okay. i think there's they're super rare <laughs> as it let's is let's not let's well, not perpetuate that <laughs> i know i know or maybe maybe i have to go back and uh change that or, or re-educate myself but in our fantastic florida beasts and where to find them episode which uh-huh. was a really good episode i liked that one a lot i had read that there was only like something like five or le- just a handful of of true albino alligators in the world and one of them was at gatorland yeah a famous alligator named pearl 
Okay. Um, I didn't. I don't know if Snowflake or Blizzard, the two albino alligators at Wild Florida, came up anywhere in my research. Okay. Uh, but according to what I'm seeing now, Snowflake but they are and, official albino. They're official about albino alligators, and they just um, had 19 albino eggs. Well, well, we don't know if they're albino yet. I guess, but there's 19 eggs from Snowflake and Blizzard. They made it. There was 19. Hopefully, future albino alligators on the yeah. In the I mean, future. you would you would assume if they're both albino, then and that's a genetic trait. Well, then so is like is red it, hair, right? Like if I have if a brunette and a two two like brown haired people could have a redhead baby, right? But can two albinos have a normal? colored alligator if it's somewhere in their history is normal colored alligators if you're you know? a genetic scientist uh, hit us up on twitter <laughs> at florida podcast Let or us know. i guess we'll find out when the eggs hatch i guess you know? we will we will so um hopefully they do hatch they said they're hoping that they're fertile they've actually removed them from the nest and they're kind of keeping them under human care right now because one of the gators is snowflake is blind so i guess oh. albinism makes you blind so they they don't know if this, these gators are going to be good parents. So is Snowflake a, the girl or the boy? Do you Snowflake know? Snowflake is the girl, and Blizzard is the boy. Okay. And so they are going to keep uh, these under human care and hope that we get 19 more albino alligators in the world. So, That'd be cool. Because they're super rare as it is, and yeah, that's kind of neat. That's a cool story. I think there's less than 19 of them in the world, and so to see 19 more right now, that's kind of neat. So yeah, that that put Wild Florida on the map big time this week. This story kind of went all over the place from yeah. what I saw. So that's a very cool, yeah. very cool thing. Kind of one of those feel good stories. So speaking of alligators, I I posted something on our Facebook page to today was it today or yesterday it's the spoonbill thing yeah that was cool. i'd never heard of that before so basically um it was a picture of a a rosette is that how you say it rosette i just say pink spoon, spoonbill <laughs> okay that's probably safe <laughs> it was a pink spoonbill and um it it um so apparently spoonbills have this habit of snapping at baby alligator tails in the with the goal of getting them to run away quickly and when the alligator runs away quickly it disturbs the soil and all like the little things that the spoonbills like eat the mud can, and the muck yeah, yeah. Can start popping up kind of like you know half how, how in the in the ocean and at the beach when the wave comes up and then the wave goes out and you see all the coquinas up, you know, and they start digging, digging back down. Um, So it kind of like that when the alligator runs off, he disturbs the soil so that all these little animals come up and the spoonbill's like, ha ha ha, dinner. That's really cool. cool. (laughs) And the picture that you shared showed one of the little baby alligators who he he just, he'd had enough. Yeah. He snapped back. He was like, I'm done with this. And it's a picture of him like going, like turning, turning back toward the spoonbill and the spoonbill is like <laughs> it's it's the kind of thing that our sometimes when we walk our dog um and he'll be like walking through the grass and i don't know he'll see something or get touch something or something will scare him that i haven't i can't see there's not it's not like there's a snake or anything that i've seen but something will scare him and all four legs jump up off, <laughs> off the ground at once and he like jumps over like out of the way it's so funny when it happens um but that's what that spoonbill did like it jumped up in the air like <laughs> out of the way to get away from that alligator I was walking our dog one time and one of those um, toe biters, those big water beetles, landed on his fur, like landed on his back. And he did that. He did that four... Four, four, four feet paws, in the air jump. Four paws in the, the air. The bug went flying and he landed back and then he, he, could, he could tell he, it gave him the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> yeah. Like he was like shaking it off. He's like, ooh. 
And that, I don't blame him. I'd be, I'd react worse than that. I hate what, those so things. So what if it had been, I want to know, what, what if it had been on him and he ha- couldn't get it off? Would you, what would you have done? Would, sorry, dog. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> no, no I'd, you would have helped I'd, him. I'd swat at it, but <sighs> oh, those gosh. things, there was these bugs that we get on our sidewalk out here. They're called a... The, I guess we've talked about them before. Giant water bug or giant water. Yeah, but they're also toe biters. biters. I guess they have one of those painful bites in the whole insect kingdom. And I see them outside underneath the lights. They're out there all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Coyote Peterson um, on Brave Wilderness. he took one for the team. He, he got one. stung. Yeah, he's he. I, I, it's you can't say he got stung by one or bit by, bitten by one because he does it on purpose. It's not like he got it and like it happened. It's like he he stuck the toe biter to his toe, so he got what he deserved. <laughs> and they're just so creepy looking. They're oh, like, they are. They're, not they're even, so creepy. Like a anyway. bee hurts you, but at least it doesn't look that nasty. Like this thing just looks like yeah, a something from nightmares. Thing, yeah. Um, anyhow, we're all over the place. Um, want to talk about vineyards? Peel and Curly. I had to look right at the name to make sure peel. I didn't say P and Peel and P and Keel. Peel and Key and Peel. Keel and Curly Winery. Yeah. So we went there because we heard from some friends actually that they were they were having a watermelon festival, which was just a two day weekend thing that's now over. But um. Is it, this is the place where they also do the Blueberry Festival, right? Yeah, the, the Blueberry Festival is like their big event. Yeah. Um, in fact, we went out there for this, and it was fun. It was a little bit on the smallish side. The it event, was definitely small, but it was, event was. it was cute and quaint and fun. I, I liked it. The winery, though, was awesome. Like, I'll yeah. totally go out there again. I'd love to go back out there again when it's not so busy, because this was just like slammed with people and like yeah. ran into a guy who said he'd been waiting like an hour to get a seat at the restaurant. Right. Um, but very very cool place. It's out at in the food plant- smelled good. Food smelled good. There was yeah. uh, there's well, it's a winery like we mentioned earlier. It's a winery and a brewery. So it's Keel and Colonel Keel and Curly Winery. <laughs> I almost said Colonel Keel and Curly Winery and Two Henrys Brewing. Okay. And so there's beer there. I had a beer. I had an IPA. It was really, it was good. Um, I got the, and this was just at one of the vendors. So I don't know if they offer this all the time. Probably not because it was watermelon flavored. But I got the watermelon lemonade, which um, I, as I was ordering it, I told you this afterward, as I was ordering it, I thought to myself, because they also had strawberry lemonade. And I love strawberry lemonade, but... I was like, I'm at the Watermelon Festival. I can't order strawberry at the Watermelon Festival. So I ordered a watermelon lemonade. And then I thought, oh, I hope I don't regret this. Because you know how you can order something and be like, oh, this is not something I want to drink. Yeah, we're not, both of us are not the, I'm not the biggest watermelon fan. It's okay. You we, are it, like. Well, I, I kind of, I like watermelon flavored things, which is the opposite of how I normally am. Like, I like bananas, but I hate banana flavored things. But like watermelons, I. I like watermelon flavored things, but watermelons just themselves are just fine. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're not, it's not like, I don't not like them. They're just, they're just fine, you know, sure. um, would not go out of my way for one ever. So, um, so anyway, so I was a little worried as it was being served to me and then I took a sip and it was really good. I mean, was it as good as a strawberry lemonade? Probably not. But it was, it had like that kind of, like it almost had like a lemonade with a hint of a watermelon Jolly Rancher in it. You okay. Know? So yeah, that's how I would describe it. Probably. They, they did have watermelon beer, like a watermelon sour. I passed on that. I went with the IPA um, because... Well, you got an IPA that had papaya in it. It was a papaya IPA. It was, what which, was it? Hazy? It was a hazy IPA with p- papaya. It was good. I mean, it was... Yeah. It, I had a the, sip. It tasted... 
I didn't taste the papaya. The papaya wasn't very prominent. It was very IPA-ish. But it was a good, it was a good IPA. It um, kind of bit back a little bit. They did have like a, a watermelon sour, but I've had watermelon beer in the past and it's just not my thing. And I, was I would like, like to try that. You might like it. Um, New Belgium makes one. I think we had them at Fourth of July last year at the beach. Oh, really? Yeah, it's 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 okay. It's like a good beach beer. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but Keel and Curly Winery, there was live bands. There's like a big patio out yeah. there. Uh, we saw we saw grapes growing. Yeah, they had um, like a little playground for the kids. Um, little area where they were like kids were like um, coloring and doing. There was something with like dirt and like you could like almost like you could it plant like a watermelon. Like, yeah, like you could get a seed and dirt and and they had things. they had like these, uh, I guess a watermelon. I don't want to say strongman competition. Yeah, right. But they gave you a giant watermelon and you had to hold it in a line with people and whoever was the last person to keep their watermelon from being from dropping it won. Um, and you had to hold it out, right? You had to like, like hold it out over your yeah, yeah out. So it was a very like mind so it over wasn't matter like, thing. Yeah, it wasn't like just hold it to your chest or anything like that. It was like hold it like like you know, almost like 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 the Lion King or like Rafiki holding Simba yeah, out. Yeah, you had Lion you know? King the you had the Lion, <laughs> Lion King, King the, the watermelon. watermelon. Yeah. And I wanted to do it but we missed there was one at two o'clock and then I didn't know what was happening. It's so I yeah, saw it. So I'm like, we oh, saw they're it doing it. So I went yeah. over there and shot a little video. And then they said the next one was at four o'clock and it was And just, then it started raining. It was it started to rain, so we split. In fact, we wanted to do the tour. There is actually this sounds really great. There is a, a vineyard yeah. tour you can take here for five bucks. It's forty five minutes and I believe it includes samples. So okay. that's a cool thing I want yeah. to throw out there. They do it only on the weekends, three times a day. So that's I def- cool, definitely want to go out there and do that. So yeah. I'd be curious how Florida wine um, stands up to like California wine, because I don't know if it has like a great national reputation. It seemed like they were really big on like their blueberry wines because they do a blueberry festival here. Yeah. And I, I noticed a lot of like fruity. They had a ton of, stro- of strawberry, flu- fr- uh, blueberry, like all kinds, like you said, fruity wines. Right. Plant um, City being a big strawberry place. Right. I'm, I'm not going to say it was the strawberry capital of the world, but. It could be. Could be. <laughs> um, yeah. A lot of Florida blueberry, strawberry, yeah. fruity wines. I don't know. I don't know much about. I'm not a big wine guy. Like wines. Right. Like it's I. It's fine. But I'm more of a, <laughs> I'm a, I'm right. more of a beer guy. Yeah. But uh, I wonder how people. Yeah, I would be interested to check in checking it out. I'm not I'm not a huge wine fan either, although like if I'm going to drink a wine, it has to be a very sweet wine. Like I like um like I like the like uh dessert wines, you know, which most people are like, well that's not real wine, you know, that's just dessert wine, but that's the kind I like. So, um Anyway, but it was a fun event. I mean, they had a lot of watermelons. They had um, a, several vendors. You know, they had like water slides and stuff like blow up bouncy houses. They had that food trucks. They had like know. a mac and cheese food truck. Looked really, really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. So it was definitely small scale, but the kind of thing that I was like, yeah, we should come back here. The festival was, but the the vineyard Keel and Curly Sound is really cool place. Definitely want to go back when it's and less. And I think we should crowded. definitely go back for the blueberry festival. Blueberry festival, and I, I want to go back out there and do the tour yeah tour sounds fun yeah we'll have to to tell you guys about that and when we do it um and we got we got some we got a lot of good footage while we were out there too so we're gonna put that together yeah i'll throw that on the youtubes the next couple days yeah all right so fourth of july rundown okay change pace yeah sure the um so like we said we covered fourth of july extensively last year um across the whole state we went from the northwest down to the southeast across and i will link to that old show in the show notes or if you just want to go back and look for it um it's do you remember what it's titled 
Um, yeah, it was it was jellyfish. Um, oh, that's right. It, it was, was like a... jellyfish, fireworks, and something or other. Um, hold on, I can tell that's you. That's right, because there was a huge jellyfish um, invasion off of the East Coast, and a whole bunch of people got stung by jellyfish. Yeah. Jellyfish and fireworks, 4th of July in Florida. Okay. So that's what it's called. Look for that. It was, it, was, it was not released just before the 4th of July, which seems odd, but I think we released it early so that you could plan your your 4th of July in advance, which is what we like to do. Um, so we released it actually on June 18th. So June eighteenth of two thousand eighteen. Cool, and I'll yeah. um, link to that. Go look for that for last year's fireworks rundown. We I think we covered just about all of Florida. We covered we some did. stuff in the Panhandle, Central Florida, both coasts. And we're not going to go through that all again because again, if you want detail like that, just go back to that episode. Um, we it, don't, it doesn't really change from year to year. Well, that's the thing. So there, there's this website that we actually talked about last year as well um, that I'm going to mention again, and it's called FloridaTravelLife.com. And they have, if you type in FloridaTravelLife.com and 4th of July, it'll pop right up or you can link we'll link it in the show notes as well but they have it actually broken out by region so they have a northwest region a southwest region um tampa bay region central region um southeast and northeast region of and they list like three to five really big events in those regions that you can go to yep so if you're looking for something to do still check no matter what area of florida you're in you can have a fourth of july we will be at uh, our usual. Our usual. We <laughs> highly recommend. We love it. We'll throw it out there. Siesta Key Beach. Yep. In Sarasota, it's our favorite Fourth of July place. It is crowded. It is. It is busy, like you'd expect for Fourth of July weekend at the beach. But what we've learned is if you kind of slide in there a few hours before so sunset, he- here's what happens. Sorry to interrupt, but okay. <laughs> here's what happens because I know what you're gonna say. Um, Everyone gets there for 4th of July and they're like, okay, we're going to get there early. We're going to spend the day at the beach. It's going to be awesome. So they get there early and right around 2 or 3 o'clock, they they poop out. Like they're like, okay, we're done. We're not going to make it until the fireworks. Let's go home. Or they already had fireworks planned somewhere else. And they just went to the beach for the yep. morning, you know. So, um, so right around 3 or 4 o'clock when we show up, people are leaving and there's actual parking. And yeah, you're you're sliding in as the beach people are leaving and before the fireworks people are getting there. Yep. And sometimes it's there might be an afternoon rainstorm that kind of keeps and it, people away. It will happen. Yeah, the rain, <laughs> the rain happens. That's probably not just a tip for Siesta Key. That's oh, probably, probably every, every beach, beach yeah. that has fireworks. Agreed. What I love about going to Siesta Key and probably other beaches like this too is you see fireworks going up and down the coast mm-hmm, everywhere. Yeah. So it's very so fun. Last year, and I think that we did wrap up Fourth of July after we went as well. I think we talked a little bit about it, but last year, so two years ago, you and one of the kids or maybe both of the kids I can't remember you watched the fireworks from the water yeah we went so out you we went were in the water. sitting on a sandbar way out there yeah in in the middle of the night when <laughs> it's feeding season for sharks you're out in the water watching the fireworks so I was like I really hope I have a family by the end of the it night it just adds to the experience <laughs> knowing that you could be being stalked uh, by something yeah so um so last year, our friends, and I think I already, t- I think I talked about this afterward, but um, I, it's such a memory for me. Like, it, you know, it's one of those memories that you're like, oh, this one's going to stick with me forever. You know, last year, our friends brought one of those giant rafts that like you can fit like eight people on, you know, like it was just a big raft that multiple people could get on. 
And we all watched the fireworks from that raft. Like, I think you and a couple of the guys were actually in the water holding the raft so that we didn't drift out to sea. Yes. <laughs> so, so you could have still gotten bitten by a shark, but we were safe because we were on a raft. And um, we... We watched the fireworks from that raft from the water, and I was like, this is it. This it's is the, the best. way. The way it has to be forever now, because it was such an amazing experience. And, like, I still just, like, chills thinking about it, you know, a year later, how awesome it was. Well, this place, it's such, like, a sensory overload, because there was... A storm came through earlier in the day. Yep. We were on the beach. Typical afternoon storm came. We went inside. There was, like, a beach bar right there, so we ducked in there. Storm came, it passed. Cool, we went out. The beach was clear. It was like ours. Yeah, I mean, was nobody our, was there anymore our, until our later. Everybody, beach. everybody came an hour later. But we're out there. The storm had been going out to sea, so we were watching the fireworks from the water. Yep. By the time the fireworks came, it got dark. But out to sea, you look out to the Gulf, and twenty miles out there, there's a thunderstorm happening. So you see lightning yep. happening, fireworks are happening at the beach, and then everyone on the beach is like having a huge glow stick war. Yeah. So yeah. it's just the coolest thing. We're just and then they're there also around. releasing like those wish lanterns that yes. you see like in, um, you know, Tangled on, or, you know, wherever. <laughs> like you can see the people releasing those lanterns. Um, it was it was amazing. It's fun. It was and so like cool. We've been doing that every year now for the last, what, five or six years now? Something like that. The beach. I mean, it's parking is tough and it's a crowd but we like and like a few years ago maybe it was two years ago that this happened and it was three years ago that you were in the water i can't remember but um a couple of years ago the fire the the natural (laughs) nature's fireworks um so the lightning storm happened right as the fireworks were supposed to start so the show the fireworks show got scrubbed or we, no, no, no. It actually, I think they did it early. The, the fireworks they, started going off early. Like, it wasn't like even dark yet. 15 minutes early. Yeah, yeah because the, the storm was coming. And I missed half of it because I had gone to the bathroom thinking, oh, I need to go to the bathroom before the show starts. And they started it like 15 minutes early. It wasn't even fully dark yet. The sun was just kind of going down and the fireworks were going off. And then you could look at the radar and see, oh, and this then, huge blob is coming. As, like it was soon as the fireworks show ended. It was like, and like the whole like sky opened up and we we're like, everyone's running. It's raining. The lightning is like right above us. Yeah, there was everyone's running. Lightning and thunder was that coming was like down right on top of us. And thousands of people are making a mad scramble <laughs> for their car yeah. while carrying umbrellas yeah. and tents and coolers. coolers and, and it yeah. was brutal. Yeah, so it was a rough year. That was so one of those moments. that won't happen this yeah, year. <laughs> but we've been doing it every year and it's like, that was that, that was one the only time. Year, yeah. Like, it can't happen every year like this, right? But I hope not. That was a bad one. That <laughs> it was, was a bad one. Well, and I remember too, as we're running up the beach and our friends actually who had just moved down to Rhode Island, from Rhode Island. Yeah, they'd only been here for a few months. This was their first time here. Yeah, they'd only been here for a few months. And she was pregnant and they came and they were like, we're never coming back. And they haven't been back since. So they said that they might come this year. I hope they do. Um, but but so we're running up the like toward their cars, you know, up the beach. And um, and then and so was everybody else. Eight hundred other people. And then there's a line trying to run all through of sand. Sudden, all of a sudden there's a line that's formed and no one's moving because the idiots at the front of the line, sorry. Um, <laughs> that's okay. They were idiots. I'll admit. Got to the tree line and stopped yeah. and stayed under the tree line, which is the worst place you can be in a lightning storm. Cause you will die. Um, 
so they're hiding under the trees to stay out of the rain instead of just moving on and to their car. little did they know they were holding up literally yeah. thousands of people yeah, who were trying to get past. hundreds of people behind them trying to get past. They're like, move, you know? And it's like one of those like situations where there's dunes on either side of you, so it's not like you could like just spread out and walk to the cars, you know? <sighs> so anyway, it was I crazy. don't want to go anymore. <laughs> no. We're going to stay home. No, no, no. I want to watch the fireworks on TV. It was a good time. It, that was the only year that was rough. Hopefully we won't have that issue this year. It was definitely a story, something we'll never forget. Yeah, yeah. And I hate lightning strikes, close-up lightning strikes. Yeah, I was surprised that you weren't like, you know, curled in a corner or somewhere, sucking on your thumb. <laughs> <laughs> something about that time, something about being in a huge crowd of people who are getting lightning bolts coming down on top of them. You're like, you're like, it's a, um, it, it, you're in it together. Yeah, kind of it felt like it felt like a group experience. Yeah, just like okay, well. The lightning can't hit us all. <laughs> Hopefully I'm not the tallest. Yes, right. <laughs> right. Well, anyway, we hope you guys have a great 4th of July and stay safe and have fun. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you like this podcast, please support us by giving us a review on Apple Podcasts and sharing us with your friends and family. You can find us on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, or pretty much anywhere you download a podcast. Another more direct way you can support the show is by visiting our website, sunshinestatepodcast.com, and clicking through on the button that says Become a Patron. It's a safe and secure way you can support the show, and there are different levels, some of which will give you bonus content and even qualify you as an advertiser on the show. There's also an Amazon link on our webpage. If you click through on that link and just make your normal purchases, Amazon gives a commission to the show at no cost to you. You can also follow us on Twitter or Facebook. Our handle is at Florida Podcast or search Sunshine State of Mind on YouTube. And be sure to check out our website at sunshinestatepodcast.com. We'll see you next time.